Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorization number TP slash 01005. Welcome back to The Punters, mate. Friday morning, uh, December 17, and thanks very much to the Tab Queensland Summer Racing Carnival. It's arrived! So it's uh, that time of the year, Chris, isn't it? Uh, as we've spoken about, uh, we've got some good races, and it's all such a big build-up to to that week of Magic Millions where there is just so much on offer. Uh, probably, you would have to say, the fortnight leading into the Magic Millions, isn't it? You know, yeah, like yeah. it's there is so much to do. Uh, whether it be in Brisbane or, or down on the Gold Coast. Well, Boxing Day onwards, we get some really good racing. We're racing, <coughs> excuse me, we're racing at Doombin on uh, Boxing Day. And the two-year-old race there, the McLaughlin's really shaping up as being a, 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 the best guide we're going to get heading into the Magic Millions. And I don't know if you caught this horse the other day, Swiss Exile. Wow. That's uh, Eagle Farm. Wow, wee. Poor old Ryan Maloney, he copped an injury, but uh, gee, it was, a, it was a, a very good ride. We'll talk about that a bit later on, a very good run. So we've got Graham Hall uh, on the line to have a chat about uh, his kennel. And, Graham, uh, dogs are going well in your camp. I can hear them. Yeah, very nicely. Thank you very much. We're very pleased with the way things are going. Now, Graham, uh, you're off to, well, are you at the uh, Meadows or in, are you in Melbourne yet? You're off to the Meadows, uh, obviously, tomorrow night to watch Spotted Elk. Uh, are you heading down shortly or are you there already? Oh, no, we've been here since, um, well, we've been here for 10 days now. Oh, okay. Yeah. How are you finding the Melbourne weather? Different. <laughs> <laughs> I'd forgotten what it was like, and you get reminded very quickly once you get here. <laughs> a little, in, a little inconsistent, a little bit cool, and sometimes a little bit yeah. hot. Yeah, yeah, more cool than anything. Get the moment this time of year. It's actually, I think it's quite cool for this time of the year. Graham, just uh, excuse my ignorance in, in not knowing a lot about uh, the greyhounds, but um, when, when you. Uh, this is something that, that uh, I was thinking about this morning. When you uh, come from Queensland, obviously, down, go down south to the cooler weather or, or you know, training, training your team up here in Queensland in the heat, how much uh, do you, you know, how, how different is it with the training of greyhounds according to the weather? Well, the weather plays a big impact on the dog's weight and the weight's very critical to us. So we had to compensate for that. Yep. Uh, that's the, hence the reason we wanted to be here uh, almost two weeks in advance of the race. So the dogs get acclimatised. We get to see how they handle the different weather. Uh, yeah, and and uh, we've got to we've got to accommodate them that way. And so, would you say that um, up here in you know when you're at home up here in Queensland is you're not doing as much with the dogs? Oh, yeah, similar work rate, similar yep. work rate. You've just got to be mindful of the, the impact the cold has on the dog and their weight yep. in particular. Yeah, right. Uh, that's been an issue for us. We've had to uh, had to compensate and adjust our feeding accordingly uh, to make sure the dog maintains their, their racing weight. Graham, how did you get into the greyhound training scene? Oh, look, it's a long story, but uh, I've been married over 40 years and my wife's 
father had greyhounds. Prior to that, I had nothing to do with greyhounds. I, uh, I always had horses or cattle. I was involved with animals all my life, basically. But when I got married and uh, we got involved with uh, with Blair and the wife, and, and um, the, her father had greyhounds, and we started from there. Now, I see you're a policeman for 30 years. Uh, how did you juggle being a policeman with uh, training greyhounds? Oh, look, in those years, we, we were only very small time. We had uh, a couple of dogs. It was a hobby, but it was a good hobby for me because policing is a very, very taxing um, job. And, and to have two lives, if you like, I had my, my police life and I had the greyhounds, which gave me a different look on, outlook on life. And uh, they were a very good balancing act for me to get through those years. And how many dogs do you currently have in the stable or in the kennel, should I say? Oh. Oh, look, we've got about 25 at the moment, but we've only got five uh, five that we're working on as race dogs. The rest are youngsters coming through. Now, this uh, race tomorrow night, it's worth a lot of money, $750,000 to the winner. That would have to make uh, a little bit of a difference to your life. Oh, I think that might be a life-changing uh, event if that were to occur. At this point in time, we're just looking down the barrel and starting the race and see what happens. <laughs> what would you do? Have you thought about it? You surely have thought about it. Oh, no, no, no. I can't even I can't even think about that at the moment. When the, when the lids come up and the field spreads out and we see where we are in the field, then I can start thinking about it. But it'll be a long 30 seconds, I can tell you. <laughs> I haven't looked at the the uh, prize money breakdown. What's second, third and fourth? Do you know? Have you looked at that? Yeah, second's 100. Uh, I think third's 80 and fourth's 65. So it's, it's, you know, it's a nice, nice race to stand on the podium in. Yeah, top four finish would be fantastic. That's for sure. Oh, would be lovely. Would be lovely. Well, Graham, uh, best of luck. And, uh, yeah, we look look forward. Well, we're going to watch with interest and, and uh, hope, hope uh, you get a great run for your money. And, uh, yeah, I'll tell you what, we'll all be cheering up here. So uh, best of luck. Look, thanks very much. We just uh, hope the little girl acquits herself well in the race and what will be will be. Racing's a funny game, but uh, let's just hope for the best, eh? You're yeah, not wrong there. Well done. Good luck, Graham. That's uh, $750,000 first prize. That's the Phoenix at the Meadows tomorrow night, 7.30 p.m. Queensland time, 8.30 p.m. Daylight Saving Time, Race 8, Box 3, Spotted Elk. Sam, tune in. Chris, there's a few dog bickies in that, isn't there, hey? 750 fatties. Wow. I'd be happy with fourth, 65 large. It'd be nice, wouldn't it? Fantastic. Okay, we're off to a break now. We'll come back on the other side and... We'll get some. Uh, no, we won't no, go we're going to keep. We're, we're going to keep, keep rolling. rolling. We'll keep rolling because we're that good. We don't want to stop. <laughs> right. Now, here's some uh, a bit of an update that came through uh, earlier in the week. Sam, uh, prize money increases uh, in the winter carnival. I know we're in the summer carnival, but here's some uh, winter carnival prize increases, and we've all, price money increases. The Queensland Derby was six hundred thousand. Now goes to a million. Uh, the Doombin Cup was seven hundred. Now goes to a million. The Queensland Oaks goes from six hundred to seven hundred thousand. The BRC Sprint goes from one seventy five to two fifty, and the Morton Cup goes from two hundred to two fifty. Now, not to forget the provincial areas. Uh, well, sorry, this one isn't the Tatch Tiara. This is the final Group One always of the season at Eagle Farm for the fillies and mares. That goes from six to seven hundred. The eyeliner at Ipswich. Have you been out at Ipswich for eyeliner day or Ipswich I have, Cup? I have. I reckon uh, it's Ips- a bit crazy. Ipswich Cup day is is huge, and obviously that marquee out in the middle um, is like a rave party. Um, and 
<laughs> yeah, it was. It's full on because um, I think a few that are jumping around out, out in that marquee out in the middle, they they don't even get to see a horse or see a horse race. But did you get into it's, that? It's, it's just on. I. I uh, I did the uh, pony interviews at a couple of Ipswich Cup meetings, and uh, yeah, it was. Uh, there's some uh, funny sights, that's for sure. And uh, I tell you what, when the, um, the I think there was the first year there was a blue out in that out in that marquee out out in the middle, and it was like the SWAT team arrived, <laughs> like they're bolting across the crossing. I'm you know, and I'm riding this pony round to the barriers. Then next thing, these police come charging across the track, and they're all bolting out to the middle and uh sure enough they uh grabbed a couple of uh unruly characters from the from the middle and they were dragging them out uh in the uh in the headlock and yeah I'm sure that they had a tough night ahead of them those boys but uh, they just obviously went a little bit too far but it uh it's a great day uh Ipswich Cup day and yeah I I think it's actually uh one of the most popular race days here in Queensland it, it is attendance yeah. wise it, it obviously gets a massive crowd and um yeah, Ipswich um, is not far out of town at all, is it? So it's could, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a it's you know it's a it's a big race day for for that whole area. I could see you in the mosh pit there, Sam. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know about that, but uh, it's uh, it's a bit of a tricky track too, isn't it? Ipswich. Oh, um, Jim Byrne rides it so well. Jimmy Orman rides it well too yeah. these days. Yeah, uh, but Jimmy Byrne was the man. It's yeah. uh, there's quite a few times you go there confident, uh, confident for the day and walk away and just go, how did that win? So, uh, it, yeah, it can happen. Just before we go for a break, a couple of others. The Well, we talked about Ipswich Cup Day. The Eyeline has got the increase from 175 to 200 and the Wing Skinnies at the Sunshine Coast also 175 to $200,000. Yeah, we love a big day at the sunny coast and such a, a great track. So we're going to take a break now. When we come back on the other side, we'll have a chat. No, we're not going to do the break. We're going to keep we're rolling. Go, geez, we're, we're going to go straight to uh, Scott Cross. Yeah, let's get to Scott Cross. Freshen up your punting this summer with CrossBet, Australia's freshest sports betting app. Download the CrossBet app today and gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Scott, you've, Good morning. Got, you've got an update for us on the Ashes. We do. Uh, Australia resumed this morning at 2 for 221. Uh, Marnus Labashane hopefully gets his ton today. He starts at 95. Smith also there at 18. Look, the odds are heavily stacked uh, in Australia's favour with such a good start at $1.40. Uh, the draws come in somewhat from $6 to $3.60, and England's blowing that to $13. <clears throat> I think their only chance is a hope is for them is the rain. Is there any rain forecast? Absolutely none. <laughs> <laughs> NFL, Scott, uh, the Chiefs and the Chargers. Yeah, we're getting towards the pointy end of the season, coming into playoffs. Look, the Kansas City Chiefs with Patrick Mahomes take on the LA Chargers at home. The line is negative three. Kansas City Chiefs at $1.56. I just think Patrick Mahomes gets it done very easily today. Now, at Eagle Farm uh, tomorrow, the, the Loch Ness Stakes, race number eight, if Alligator Blood was the horse that we knew he was going back uh, a year or two ago, he would win this by the length of the straight. But he's not. Has there been any support for him? Very little. Look, at 61 kilos, we all know weight will stop a train. I just, you know, I, I think Alligator Blood is going to be too big of an ask. Look, the favourite and the biggest danger is Tumbler Ridge. Uh, as you could imagine, that's the biggest hold for us uh, at the moment. However, one that everyone seems to be overlooking is the Chris Anderson-trained Prophet. Its first up form is fantastic. Its form at Eagle Farm and over that distance is fantastic as well. At $7, I reckon your money should be going towards profit. 
Yeah, it's a good call with Prophet. He's uh, he's a horse that uh, can fire first up, and and uh, he's always had uh, he's always been very popular up here, hasn't he, Chris? Yeah. Uh, Prophet. He was, but he's burnt a few punters now. <laughs> In those famous he, colours, he uh, might be very popular with uh, uh, the the corporate bookmakers, such as that's why Scott likes him. Yeah, that's why he's very popular. Well, uh, and I also think Alligator Bloods had it over him twice. I think they raced at the three-year-old Guineas, Magic yeah. Beans, and also the Vaux Rogue. So maybe it's a time that uh, Profit turns the tables. Maybe Scott. Maybe. All the best for the weekend. Uh, we've got a big weekend of racing, but uh, yeah, uh, it's a, hope it's a winning one for you guys. Take care. All the best. Thanks, Scott. Just on um, just on profit, Sam. Chris Anderson has said many, many times, don't go near him unless it's a race with speed. And there's no speed in that race, really. Mm. That's what worries me with him. Yes, he has got a good first up record. And he's always shown good ability. Likes Eagle Farm. But I've only got Stamp. Stamp, he goes forward. Tumbler Ridge will probably roll forward. Alligator Blood will find a spot. But there's no – Stampy's the only leader in the race. Do you give him a sniff? I like him, Stampy, in this race. I, I do. I've got him in for third, actually. I do okay. give him a chance. Yeah. yeah. And if he's able to bowl along and kick on the turn, yeah, he'll take some running down for sure. Yeah, I, th- I thought uh, I thought he could he could run really well, Stampy. And the, and the Chris Munts team is uh, in yeah. good form. And he's just – you know, those last couple of runs have been sound. He, he, he's uh, definitely got the, the hoof on the till. And I think uh, I think with the right run, he can get away with one of these good races. That's for sure. I tell you, uh, if Tony Gollan had a run baller in this race, and he's saving it, I think, for um, Magic Millions Day now, but if baller had been in this race 1,400 metres, it would have been the best bet of all time. Put, all your, ha- time. put your house on it, Chris. I don't know that I'd go that far, because that's not gambling <laughs> responsibly, Sam. <laughs> What does Taggart say? The more you bet, the, the more, more you, you win get. or something like that, the more you get. That's right. All right. Um, I must have some news coming up very shortly. We've got a minute to the news. Anything else you'd like to talk about, Sam? We've, we've gone through the uh, the Greyhounds. Uh, I mentioned that race at Capella Bar. I mentioned the race at uh, at the Meadows tomorrow night. I mentioned the prize money increase. What else can I mention? You're all over it. I, I think um, a couple of these uh, races on Saturday for Eagle Farm, they're smaller fields, aren't they? They're, yeah. Uh, you know, and so tempo is going to be uh, the key to a few of these races. You know, we see often see in small fields just a, a moderate yep. uh, tempo and, uh, yeah, can can throw up su- surprise results, that's for sure. And, um, yeah, I, I think uh, it's, it's a good day of racing, but, it's you know that they're definitely going to be tricky. A couple of these races, yeah, they are. They are, and you say tempo will be all important. Okay, we're off to a break now. When we come back on the other side, we're going to have a chat to Trent Edmonds, Trent Teddy Edmonds. Looking forward <laughs> to it.